attention, please. The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Hey everybody, Sean Morris with Truth, Lies, and Political Bullshit. Uh, the other day we were having a conversation uh, in regards to a city councilman from the city of Cohoes, New York, that had uh, many allegations against him by young men saying that he touches them when they don't want to be touched. Uh, one of those young men went to the police. They did an investigation and the police found uh, not enough evidence where they could do anything about uh, this allegation. However, on December 22nd, uh, just a few days ago, uh, the police arrested Mr. Russell, uh, the city council member, for forcibly touching uh, another young man. We had Billy Smith, city councilman, and we had Timmy Fibido, who's a uh, community reporter uh, who knows more about you than you know about yourself, on the show to have uh, some dialogue about this uh, very disturbing situation. Uh, I just want to circle back around because we also were going to have Randy Kanifka, who is as many people know, my arch enemy in life. Uh, however, he's got some great insight because he's a past city council member. And then we're also going to go in and have some deep discussions about the state legislature and how they stole your money three days before Christmas. So let me bring in um, Randy Kanifka. Randy, uh, welcome to the show. Appreciate uh, you ha me having you or you having me or whatever you want to say. Uh, since we both are arch enemies, I don't know if you're having me or I'm having you, but <laughs> welcome to Truth, Lies, and Political Bullshit. And I do appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, let me bring in Timmy Thibodeau, who was with us uh, when we had the conversation about Russell. He's the city reporter. Um, can just follow up a little bit about the meeting that uh, Billy Smith uh, had just a couple days ago. Uh, so that's why I want to just kind of circle back to that. So, Timmy, uh, welcome to the show as well. How you doing so, there, Sean? I'm, I'm fantastic. Better than I should be. Uh, I got Randy Kanifka on. How much better can it be, right? Uh, so let yep. me just kind of circle back real quick, Randy, and then I'm going to start with you, right? So um, Don was arrested. The council is made up of six different wards, six different council people. Um, Don Russell represents the downtown city district, the district number two, yep. or ward number two, however you want to say it. And um, Billy Smith was really livid about the situation that was unfolding because there's a long history here. Um, look, at, I can't speak from facts, so I don't want to be uh, factually saying anything. I can only tell you what was in the newspaper and what I seen um, from Mr. Thibodeau, who was able to pull up a police report. Uh, but Don Russell was arrested. Um, the boy, I think, worked at his restaurant, or some of them worked at his restaurant. He owns three of them, hires young men. Yeah. Uh, seems that's where he kind of has the situation unfold with these young men. Uh, but Billy Smith had a meeting the following day after our podcast, and he said that he was going to put in a resolution uh, that called on Don Russell to either resign, step aside, uh, do something uh, to remove himself to either the court case was heard and there was a, uh, um, a decision made by his peers or by the judge or just to resign altogether, kind of like Cuomo did. There doesn't have to be a um, somebody go to jail, right. but 
when your name keeps coming up over and over and over and over about touching young men and you're a man of power, sometimes it's better to just get out. So Billy had that meeting. Do you know what happened at that meeting? Can you give me a little insight? Or, or if you don't know, I'll ask Timmy. But what was the insight of that meeting that they had? Well, the insight is a whole lot of nothing. And first, Sean, thank you for having me on. Uh, congratulations on your uh, your podcast. And I don't think Joe Rogan knows what he's in for. Uh, to be <laughs> to be honest, he don't know what he's run up against against you. Uh, oh, I'll, I appreciate I'll let I'll, I'll let him know. I'll send him a message and let him know what he's in for. But the, <laughs> well, to answer your question, a whole lot of nothing. And Sean. And, you know, the way I see this right now, and, and you, you, know, hit, you hit the nail on the head, you know, I don't want to get into the whole history with Donnie. And, yeah, I've had individuals who this has happened to with Donnie, you know, tell me, tell me their stories personally. And I, know, I think Timmy has. And now we have an arrest. So the way I see it, this is now less about Donnie and more about the mayor and, you know, the rest of the council and how they've responded or have chosen not to respond. Right which is silence. And yeah. like you said, at the end of the day, it's not hard to look, look into a camera or look wherever and say, yeah, uh, I think, I think for the good of the city, uh, Donnie should, uh, step aside, you know, enough is enough here. It's not just, uh, the, the young men. It's the fact that the ethics commission, you know, convicted him of uh, malfeasance right last year, uh, I, I understand he has a hard time with uh, taxes and loans, and, and the list goes on and on with, with Donnie. And I, you know, I think they, they are in the rights. They're in their rights to say, you know what, enough is enough is enough. And guess what? They can appoint uh, somebody else for the second ward uh, from the Democratic Party ranks, right? As you know, it's all Democrats. Yeah. Uh, right in Cohoes, they can appoint somebody else in there, yeah. but but Sean, I think they don't. I think they don't because it looks. I think it looks bad on all of them, and I think they want to take the path of least resistance to say, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we're not just going to say anything and hope it just goes away." Well, it's yeah, not going to go away. <laughs> clearly, they don't say nothing. Clearly, it's no. really disappointing. I don't know what's worse: touching the boys or having people in power just pretend it didn't happen. Uh, but there's five other members of the council. And my understanding is the mayor's known it for a long time. Now, I'm not going to rehash this whole show because we've already did a, a pretty extensive podcast about this. But uh, I think you're right. I don't um, see anything happening. I don't see these councilmen stepping up and making any uh, any waves at all because they're all guys that just fall in line. And as I said a hundred times, it's hard to do the right thing because sometimes you got to piss people off that you may like. Yeah. But, uh, but the, the mayor of the city certainly should, after four months of knowing this and knowing other kids were going down to work there and him being a state trooper, he should have had the balls to get up um, to the podium and say, hey, I'm concerned and Don should do something, whether we, we, we remove him or let me highlight what's happening so you don't send your 19-year-old son down there to work if, in fact, this stuff is true, right? If it's not true, well, then the system will play out and and – He'll be found not guilty, but 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 sure. Regard, regard, you don't have to be convicted of a crime for there to be a for there I to agree. be a crime victim. So I there's agree. a crime victim here in this city, right? There's yeah, a crime several. victim, and the mayor of the city pretty much brushed it aside as well. It's a he said, he said, and this and I, and, and you know this guy was the head of the state police. So if a young woman or man came to the state police and said they were a victim of a crime, is this well, how he, he they would? Did. 
They did, and he well, quickly told yeah. me I should resign yeah. before I had a chance to yeah. be cleared of anything. He called. He called for you to resign before yeah. you had even pled or were found guilty or, or or anything. And he said, "Well, for the good of the city, the mayor should resign. But in this case, for the good of the city, Donnie should." Uh, stay where he is. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting how they listen. I I understand politics better than anybody, and it's a game. It's a shit game, and there's a bunch of cowards involved in it, and everybody's looking out to protect their own little fiefdom. They don't ever want to do the right thing. I've said this a million times, Randy. The hardest thing to do is to be honest and tell the truth and take on the establishment when they need to be taken on. You you did that. You took on the establishment. At the end, both of us are out of office. <laughs> well, I, I think, end, yeah, you know, we, we, well, Sean, we, what's, what, you know, what's hard is at the time you, you like to think you're, you're making the best decision at the time, not to get into old history. And maybe we will on another we'll show, another time, I'm sure. but uh, I, I thought, let me get my light back. Uh, I, you know, I thought at the end of the day, uh, I was making, uh, I, I was doing what I thought was right. And it was hard. Let me tell you what, it was, it was hard. It was real hard. And I was, you know, at that time, you know, I was, I was uh, a lonely guy on an island, literally and figuratively. And, well, not you know, if Thib- they move the know, lines, you won't be on the island. Well, they moved the lines, but I had, pe- <laughs> you know, I had people like uh, Tim Thibodeau out there trying to trying to get me at every turn, and and other and other folks, and it was a it was a very difficult time. But you know what, I looking back, well, right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm glad I took a stand as opposed to no stand. Well, sometimes and, you take it. Sometimes you know, we take a stand, and it's only to take a stand. And I think that's horseshit. I think we shouldn't take a stance when we don't need to. What I'm saying is in this particular case, when you know that this guy's had some allegations, you're the mayor of the city, a former state police commander or whatever the title was, a big wig. Um, you should have notified the community because what happens if somebody else went down there and the same thing happened? It's a slap in the face to everybody in the city. Timmy, let me just talk to you for a minute, right? You're a good friends with Billy Smith, the city councilman that was on the show. Have you spoken to him about the, uh, the results of that meeting? Well, they had a uh, executive session tonight, and uh, they're all tight-lipped. Um, basically, the gist I'm getting from Billy is just more bullshit. Yeah. All right. Now, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, I should have a copy of the complaint that was filed uh, by uh, the victim in this case, in which uh, that uh, that record went to the uh, court. And so I've been promised that by foil for tomorrow. So I'm going to know tomorrow if they provide it when um, when the mayor first became aware of this, based on the date that w- that was filed. So we don't know. We just know we know a, a, a date in which it happened and a date in which he was arrested. And but we do know that the mayor said in the newspaper in two articles that he was told about it by the police chief. So obviously right. he knew about it well before December 22nd. Sure. Um this is and something that will circle back around again after you get that foil stuff because I think it's that yeah. important although you yeah. know we do stories a lot on the state and the national level I think it's important that truth lies in political bullshit does a story whenever there's a story worthy of uh of talking about and certainly this has uh uh that under well, undertone Sean, question. Sean, this was concealed this was a cover-up yeah okay there's no doubt and, and a cover-up of what i see as a yes vote for everything they put on the table all of the time okay the, the dirtiest I mean, politics timmy is local it. politics believe that's, me it's like a bloodbath it's a it's a yes vote and we're not going to mess with that guaranteed yes vote 
Yeah. Okay, Unfortunately, so, there's people paying the price for them to protect their sure. own, but that's the nature of this business. It's a blood sport. They don't give a shit. They care about themselves. They don't care about you. And um, yeah, uh, you get what you uh, what you elect. And this is yeah, what right. uh, we've unfortunately elected in the city. I want to now kind of spin the uh, the table to something else that's just really bothered the shit right. out of me. But and I think quick, it's got to yeah. bother most people, right? right. Um, Real quickly, it, though, I got to go tell ahead. you, I, I'm sitting here with my hands in my pocket because of all the feedback I got about tapping on the table. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> well, you were going to get so, suspended. Uh, just keep your right. hand. Don't be playing yeah. pocket pool over there either. I want you to so behave I, yourself. Right. I'm, I'm getting the feedback on Facebook. I, uh, so I want to let you know out there, Harold Felt. My hands are in my pocket. No <laughs> long as they're not in my pocket, you're okay, that's right? Good uh, but that's something that we're going to talk about, hands in somebody else's pocket, because that's yeah. the reality of what's taking place, right? Exactly. Listen, this economy in this country is in the toilet bowl, right? People who have retired or are trying to retire can't. People who are uh, working uh, just minimum wage jobs, and there's so many of them, can't afford the basic things in life. And even if you're a middle class a uh, family that has two people working and your medium income 60, 75, 80,000, you're struggling. Milk is yeah, five right. bucks, right? right, right One right. bag at the uh, the local grocery store is $100. People are struggling. I was out Christmas shopping and I run into people. You know, I can't stop talking. I'm always talking to people. Uh, I, I'm That's what I do. I talk. I talk to everybody, right? And I would hear people say, I'm just trying to buy one more gift. I got only a couple gifts. I couldn't get a whole bunch this year. Now, Christmas to me is 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 not about the um, material things. But, you know, that's what we've been born to do. We want to make other people happy. These people were like shopping in the dollar store. And it's no longer a buck. It's a buck 50 even in the dollar store. They're going to have to change their name to the buck 50 store. That's how bad the economy is. If you're lucky to get a raise, you're going to get 2%. Usually when you get a raise for 2%, your insurance goes up by 6%. So you're really just losing a little less money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But three days before Christmas, and Randy, uh, he's going to see me get upset because uh, that's what I do. Uh, my blood. No, not you. I, you don't get upset. Sean. Three days before Christmas, <laughs> the New York State Legislature, meaning the Assembly and the Senate, sneak into Albany at, on a special session that you and I pay for, right, with the tax dollars. And they're going to give themselves a raise. They're not giving themselves 2% raise, right? They're not giving themselves 3% raise. These dirty bastards gave themselves $32,000. $32,000. Now, I can walk outside my house and go down the street and go to the city and tell you that there's people who don't make $32,000 working full time. I can tell you that when I look outside today, the garbage men are out there freezing their asses off. Okay, just making 32 to start the job. They may get up to 40, 45, 50, which is an okay salary uh, in, in this world today. But but with some of them out there throwing garbage for less than the raise that was taken by these people who usually have great wealth. And Sean, they, they gave themselves a raise, uh, a raise more than what my wife and I get combined in Social Security. Yeah. So what does that for tell the you? year? What does okay. that tell you? And what is, what's the medium income of a single person in Cahos? It's about thirty, thirty-one thousand, fifty-five thousand for a couple, right? Yeah. So, so, so most families that live in this city, Damn who is right. represented by John McDonald, who was a an assemblyman, who is a millionaire. He's not a right. poor guy. He is That's a millionaire. Right. 
one of the guys that raised his hand and took $32,000. John McDonald is um, a pharmacist, owned a very successful pharmacy. Here's a picture of him right here. Here's the guy that voted to take $32,000 raise, a multimillionaire, owner of a pharmacy. I think he just sold it. I can only imagine the money he sold that for because it was one of the busiest. Um, and, you know, John McDonald has got uh, uh, some some baggage with him. He he comes off like he's the altar boy. Um, and if people wonder how much money he has, there was a situation at his pharmacy. Uh, Randy, you recall this, I'm sure, right, uh, where, where um, they did an audit and the state came back and said, wait a minute, you don't have no records for $2.5 million worth of uh, bills that you sent uh, and, and cashed in with us. And um, John McDonald uh, was, was ordered to pay back almost $2.5 million. But being a rich guy and having all kinds of political friends, he was running for the assembly. Cuomo, that clown, was uh, was part of his uh, entourage. Kenneth Strary, second most powerful guy in the state legislature, uh, was in his side. He uh, was able to take that $2 million, put it in his pocket, and yeah, he paid back $268,000. I'm trying to figure out how you and I and and Randy can all collect two freaking million dollars and pay back 268,000. Nobody in the history has ever been able to have that happen and only pay back that little bit of money. So he's a multimillionaire giving himself a raise. If that doesn't bust your bubble, these people should be kicked out of office, but they won't be kicked out because they're all corrupt. So out of fucking principle, we should vote them out of office. I don't care if they're nice guys. Nice guy, my ass. You're starving, and he's throwing you uh, a bone at 2%, and he's taking, you know, 29 30% raises. It's just, it's, you know, it, it you know what? And, and Mary's Pharmacy down there. Now, you know, I grew up going there as a kid and everything, but Mary's Pharmacy has become the de facto city hall. When you get these big shots come into city, okay, whether it be Schumer, Clinton, Gillibrand, where do they go? They don't go to our city hall. They go in and Mary's pharmacy. That's because they're all rich and they're all right. just pompous assholes. Okay. Let, let me just, uh, I want to just play this video for you because people want to know how much these clowns make. Yeah. Uh, take a watch. Take a watch of this. Today, the state legislature in Albany voting on a bill that would make them the highest paid state lawmakers in the country. With positions that are considered part time. Morgan McKay is joining us now. And Morgan, they still feel like they deserve a pay raise. Stephen Natasha, a $32,000 pay raise. That is a salary boost state lawmakers gave themselves today, which will go into effect at the start of next year. And taxpayers are paying for this trip up to Albany, the second special session this year. It's Christmas in Albany. New York state lawmakers are giving themselves a 29% pay raise, bringing their total salary to $142,000 a year. $142,000 to do what? Because it's not a job. Randy, you know, because you worked up at the assembly. It is not a job. It is a title. It is a title that you get by getting elected by people. And then you go out there and you do anything you want. There's no hours. There's no time clock. There's no nothing. You get the best pension. You get the best benefits. You get better than everybody else uh, that's working full-time jobs, throwing garbage, police, fire, DPW, 
code enforcement, all those people, Walmart, Target, wherever you work, you ain't making $142,000 with the best benefits and you don't have to do a God darn thing. But that's, uh, that's, that's what the state of New York allows. It is not a job. It is a part-time title and it is disgusting at the highest degree. Randy, you used to work at the assembly, right? Was it the assembly or the Senate? assembly tell me what they do every day uh, of the week for uh 142 freaking thousand dollars <clears throat> well so now we've begun session right so session runs uh the beginning of january normally until uh early to mid-june depending on if, if they get a budget done on time uh in recent years they have been doing an on-time budget so we'll say in recent years they they go from january to june and session days usually run Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, where the members have to be in Albany. They have to be in the chamber. They have to vote on legislation. Well, let me just stop so, you there for a minute. What happens if they don't yeah. go? Do they get a paycheck? They get somebody, a paycheck. Somebody come knock at their door and say, we're suspending you. We're writing you up. You're going to be disciplined. Or what, what are they going to do? Carl Hayes well, going to fly squatter well, and smack them in the ass? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, well, I guess technically the sergeant of arms could. Uh, oh, so the sergeant could, could of arms, go and, uh, the same one that went to Mary's pharmacy and got the COVID nineteen shot when the COVID nineteen shot wasn't available to anybody, right? At but, least that's a rumor. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's but, true. But uh, and but after session, they all go back to their to their districts, and you know what they do is uh, you know is anybody is anybody's guess. But it's so it is a position, right? It's not you know. A, so John McDonald just pulled the plug on <laughs> Kanifka. There goes his job at the assembly. But uh, <laughs> I give him some courage for stepping up and, uh, and sharing that with us. I'm sure he'll be back. I'm sure. It's, I, oh, there you go. In and out, in and out. Where the hell are you going, Randy? For $140,000, they're getting paid to avoid Randy Kanifka. <laughs> Looks like uh, John McDonald or Neil Breslin or somebody came to his house and pulled his plug up. But you know what? Why he's out and he's lost a little service or whatever happened, I don't know. If they clubbed him over the head. There, Don Ros- hey, there you go. I thought John McDonald pulled your plug. Or- no, I, th- I think Timmy sent the sonic flare. Uh, <laughs> or maybe my, somebody to came to your house. But listen, let me just show you. So, Randy, you were telling us what the hell's going on. Basically, you and I can concur and Timmy concur. There's no job. There's nobody coming to get you when you don't show up for work. Well, let, let me let me just let me just let me just quantify a couple a couple other things too. Uh, there are some good people down there. I, I know. Never some said good anything men. about good or bad. Right, and there are some that do work very hard and they and they go above and beyond for their constituents. With, and and we'll leave it at that. Let me just add one other point. You know, it was said that well, we have to put the raise in because most of the members come from you know quote downstate. Well. Those members that not well not only downstate but Buffalo, so let's say okay they have to travel. That all gets reimbursed: their gas, their miles, their hotel, and their food is all reimbursed by the taxpayers. So that's not an expense that those members have to incur, right? They're they're all getting that and per diem re- money, extra money, yes. right? and and you get extra money for being a, a committee chair. Yeah, all you get extra shit. money. You get all kinds of extra. Uh, you get the license plates, so you don't get right. You get parking <laughs> so you spots. don't get pulled over. Yeah, Neil Breslin, he had right. a few of those. those right. Uh, so at the end of the parking. day, at the end of the day, license plates. Excuse me. They're getting a lot more than just the salary, right? Yeah. So that's not really, a, you know, a valid argument to say. Well, you know, and then if the other argument is say, well, if they're living in Manhattan, they can't afford to live in Manhattan. You know, for less than a hundred thousand dollars, and I want to say, well, if they can't afford it, 
then don't, don't run. run. Don't, <laughs> don't go run. Or you know what? Let's be fair. Let, let's say in the, in, in the interest of trying to be fair, like let's pretend they're worth $40,000, right? Here's the bottom line. If you live in Albany, you get 35. If you live in Manhattan, we give you 55. You make a parity to make sure that the, the salary is, uh, is equal to maybe the cost of living. It's expensive in Manhattan, but I'm with you. Don't run or, or let's, let's make this uh, part-time title uh, exactly what it is. Let's make sure you get enough to go out and have a beer and uh, put gas in your car. None of these perks. No, we give them $148,000 when it comes to all the perks and everything else. Let, let me just let me just show you show you this because it really just it, it, it makes me think, holy shit, are we that fool, foolish as people that we just vote for these morons? These are freaking morons that just stole your money. Listen to this lady. Her name is uh, is Kruger, Kroger. I don't want to. I may Liz have mispronounced Liz, her, yes, Liz Kruger. Liz Kruger. She I, I don't know if Mrs. Uh, Farley's watching this, but she was my English teacher. I didn't want to say it yeah. wrong. She'll be sending me text messages. Here's her justifying her job. Some Democrats defended the amount. We did factor in an inflation rate. We're also, frankly, assuming that we will go many, many years again before we increase the salary based on the statistics of how infrequently we raise our salaries. Some Democrats defended the amount. We did factor in. An Can you imagine that lady standing up and having the balls to pretend that she's really trying to give you an answer of why they just robbed your your bank account and stuffed their Christmas stocking full of your money saying, well, we may not be able to give ourselves a raise for a long time. I'll tell you this. I was a fireman 20 years old. I, or 20 years, I didn't give myself a raise, right? You don't just say, I'm a worker, I'll give myself a raise. That is bullshit. That is horseshit. That's every reason why, out of spite, they just spit in your face. I tell you something if people had any balls, we would vote every one of those people out of office, out of the principle that they think were that stupid and they stole your money. Timmy, when you worked, did you give yourself a raise? Absolutely not. Randy, when you worked, did you give yourself a raise? No, you wouldn't give me one. Bet your ass. I gave you a Christmas bonus. <laughs> but on top of that, Timmy, I was you a firefighter, city host party. 20 years. John McDonald, the guy that I just put up in the yes. corner there, he was the mayor of the city. You know what he did? <clears throat> he did everything he could to break the union, cut our yes. manning, take away our overtime, and ensure that we didn't have enough money to freaking live. I'm putting out fires. Right. And he's right. making more money in an hour than I'm making in a week. Right. That's the kind he, of guys right. they are. And didn't he buy a fire truck that wouldn't fit in the city? Uh, well, yeah, there was a fire truck that they purchased that was too big for the city. But that's right. a whole freaking other story. But well, the fact it. is, Here's he was an anti-union. Yes. He, he was yes. anti-union. He right. became an assemblyman and became a union advocate. Right. They have no morals and they have no values and they don't have no principles because they'll do whatever they have to do to kiss the ass they have to kiss to keep getting elected. Because this is all about power. Right. How much power do we have over the peasants? Yeah. I'm going to be the mayor of the city and I'm going to break the union and take away all your benefits and make you pay more. And then I'm going to become an assemblyman and I'm going to steal 29000 right in front of your freaking nose. And I'm not going to have to do anything. You know what he does? I see him at Stewart's. 
Now that I have my show, Truth, Lies, and Political Bullshit, I'm waiting for him to walk in so I can pull out my camera and put him on video and ask him what he did for $29,000 raise. Same thing with Neil Brusson. Neil Brusson, I don't know if you guys know, but here's Neil, right? Neil's been involved in politics as long as I've been alive, okay? And if you have to worry about Neil Brusson, he's worth about 10 or $15 million. So why are these millionaires trying to justify stealing your money? How can a millionaire look you in the eyes and say, hey, will you sign this petition to reelect John McDonald? Because, um, you know, he's he's done a good job. He's supported abortion up to nine months. He took a $29,000 raise. He he voted to do uh, bail reform. He lets people get hit, hit over the head with a fucking hammer and then get out of jail five minutes later. Uh, but then he'll pass a resolution that says, or a bill that says, if you're a felon, you got to immediately uh, leave your office. You know what that was aimed at? That was aimed at me. That was aimed at me. Yeah. Because he was part of the hit job, along with Randy, uh, up in that corner that came after me to try to destroy me. And then on top yeah. of that, here's a guy that should have been in jail for taking $2 million, who's got the $2 million stuffed in his other freaking sock. Um, and nothing happens to these guys. And it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of you know jaw dropping when you think that the state um, and the people that represent it would take this kind of money. Let's just talk right. about the great job they've done, Timmy. Here's what I, what I want to say though: this raise that they just gave themselves, that would have paid my mortgage and all of my taxes, my school, my city, my county for the entire year. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me give what you a little. Let me just give all. you a little sad story. Now your taxes are going up because you're paying for these assholes to take a raise. I mean, that's the problem. Hey, Randy, you were you were part of the the legislature. Um, do you think they're doing a good job? Bail reform. Uh, you know, taking away people's rights to own uh, and bear arms in New York State. It's. I'm a Democrat, but God, I like to think that I'm one with common sense. This bail reform is 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 a nightmare. This raise the age is a nightmare. The crime going on right. in our state. So right. So Sean. So here's the problem, right? And whatever legislative body you want to talk about, whether it's the New York State or the Congress, when you poll the body as a whole, right? When you poll Congress or when you poll the New York State Legislature, the numbers are always down in the in the gutter, right? Here's the but here's the problem: when you poll your individual member their numbers are actually quite good so at the end of the day while you me and timmy and most other normal people i don't know i don't know if we're normal but but most people would look and, and if you ask them they would say oh those those no good vote all the bums out right but oh but oh but my guy oh no he's very good he came to my son's little league game and he and he presented it you know and there's always some little connection that they do to touch the heartstring of the voter and just say, oh, I, we like him, but and he's okay, and yeah, but the rest of them are no good. So, Thibodeau, Sean, that's the pro- so, that, Tim- so that's the problem, right? Yeah, you, you know, you're absolutely- Timmy Thibodeau has been saying this for a long time on his page, The Fifth World. Let me just give him a plug, right? So I think Timmy's what you would call a, a community uh, reporter, right? He doesn't get paid to be a reporter, but he's the guy that digs into all the nonsense. He's got a page called The, the Fifth Ward, where everybody who hates him goes on and just kind of goes through the page, never leaves their names or sends them the information without a... Yeah, I think, I think I've been on that. I think he's had me on that page <laughs> yeah, a couple I got times. Yeah, I got a lot of trollers. Maybe I, I've been really debating whether I, I ought to unblock Randy. 
Oh, I'm blocking. Well, you know what? Listen, I'm, I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I, Randy was a friend of mine. He worked for me. Um, I like to think that I was good to him. There was a situation that unfolded. I thought he did me really bad and really dirty, and I, I, I could hate him for the rest of my life. But you know what? If I ask God for forgiveness, then I got to give it as well. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to have him come on the podcast so we can talk about it because I want everybody who watches my show to know the God's honest truth about really what happened to me because I'm a good man. I may be a nut fuck and I may speak my peace and I may scream, bitch and fight. Um, but the things that they said I was, I, I, I'm not. And the things that I end up having to accept um, were hard to swallow. But sometimes you have to make decisions that are best for your family. Well, but that's you know, for another right. podcast. But let, let me just and go you, back. And you know, you know, Keeler has done something to me, which I've not spoken about. Yeah, he's you know, another piece of shit road. in my you eyes. I, I don't want to say that in the yeah. sense. But the, the stuff that they're doing to people. Right. Are not yep. things that you do. They, they yeah. Listen, I have never claimed to be a saint, right? All my demons uh, I have shared. When I ran for politics, I said I had more fights in the Friday night than most people had in their life. I got a DWI. I had this happen to me. But I also delivered a baby. I also became a, a, uh, a firefighter who got the highest award for going in through a burning building and dragging a person out and saving their life. Yeah, what am I going to do with my life? Bad, check, good, check, bad, check, good, check. That's nonsense, right? These people ain't got the courage to tell you what they really are because you know, everybody wants to think the clean cut guy is the good guy and the big mouth guy is the bad guy. I'll yeah. tell you it's the complete opposite. Sean, let me, can I, can I add yeah, one other sure. thing in terms of the, uh, the legislature, you know, one of the bigger, the big problems with the legislature, whether it's the assembly or Senate is, is how much power the leaders have. So in the assembly, you had the speaker of the assembly who's Carl Heasty. Carl Heasty runs that assembly with, you know, an iron fist and New York guy, New York city. Uh, yeah. Bronx, Bronx yeah. guy, a very yeah. quiet, a very quiet mannered guy, but but a real political boss, in the truest sense. But he, but here's the problem. And and before Carl Heasty, it was Shelley, right? Shelley Silver. And here's yep. the problem with the amount of power they have. Not only do they have the power to yeah, they can hold back your legislation. Yeah, they can restrict the budget items you can bring back. Budget items meaning money that is brought back to your district for a road or, or for a little league field or what have you. But they also have the power to determine where you park your car, which in Albany is anybody yeah, who's right. ever had to go to Albany is a very important thing. The size of your office, where your office is, the type of furniture that gets put in your office, your office staff, your office budget, and even something so minuscule as whether or not the maintenance is going to come and change a light bulb in your office is all controlled by the Speaker of the Assembly. And when you're a member of the Assembly, especially a member of the Assembly for a number of years, all those little things, they may seem little to you and I, but to a member of the Assembly, they mean the world. So the problem is whether it's John, you know, John McDonald, whether it's whoever it is, it's very, very hard to go against the will of the speaker. And at the end of the day, what the speaker wants, the speaker's going to get from that Democratic caucus. There's, well, there's then get out and don't, don't run for that office. Get out. If you ain't got the balls to stand up and do the right thing, then get out. Because I've said this to you. I've said it to, to Timmy. I said it at the last podcast and the one before. It's really hard to do the right thing. I don't give a fuck. If they're going to pay me $140,000 to tell Hasty that his, his policies of... of uh, um, that are getting people hit over the head with a baseball bat suck. I'll take the bus to work. And it's, well, it's not a job. I'll take the bus to the assembly. 
Yeah. Right? Second, right. If you have the balls to do the right thing, if you want to be a leader and yes. get in it for the right reasons, then you don't worry about the power. I know. I fought the powers. I know what happens. At the end of the day, they're going to kill you. But you know what? Who cares? If you go into this business saying, I'm going to stay as long as I can till they throw me out, because once I tell the truth all the time, they're going to throw me out, then, then you go in it with your eyes wide open. But I don't want to hear the bullshit. I don't right. believe the bullshit because the, what I do know is that they are powerful. They make all the rules. They do all the work. Right. You're a puppet. You collect the money, and you don't do a whole hell of a lot. But and Sean, at the end of the day, they did it. They they did this raise because because they could do it, and that's, right. and that's right. the bottom line. And Spin at the end right of the face. day, there's yeah. so much apathy. There's so much apathy out there. Yeah. You know, people, and I don't blame. Look, at people are busy. They got two or three jobs. They got to get their kid to little league. They got to take the garbage. People are busy. They don't have time to, to go sit in, in Albany and go and protest and picket and call right left. They just don't. They, Sean, they don't have time to do no, it. No, but once so, a year, they they can go out and pull a lever. And well, John McDonald, he's lucky. But they don't. He, but Sean, but they don't even do that. John McDonald didn't win by a whole hell of a lot. He was sweating. He was nervous. He, he thought he may go down the tubes. Right? He's yeah. not the most popular guy. Right? He gets along with everybody because he's rich. They're rich. They got tons yes. of money. And people that are rich uh, have a, a, a different life than guys like you and I. Right? <laughs> Timmy, I just want to tell you something. Right? We had this conversation before. Randy said something. Right? They come into their home districts. And act like they're doing something, like they're going to dig into that stocking and pull out some of that thirty-two thousand and give it to the little league. But that's not what happens, right? No, they're no, coming no, they're to not. your city, cutting the ribbons in the park, and and saying, "Look at all the great shit I did." And it's your money. It's our money in the first place. They just took our money, put it somewhere, and then come back and gave us fifty cents on the dollar and said, "Look how great I am." Right? That's right. what you've been bitching about Look forever. And, and I get their flyers and their brochures mailed to me at the house. Tell me all the good things they do, but all the things that they don't do, okay, never hear about them, okay? And what? it just pisses me off. Tell me what's good about the bail reform. Tell me what's good about raising the I'll tell age. you what, let me tell you about the bail reform. Because I have someone that works at the county jail. Those inmates sit in jail. They've got a tablet. Half of the Albany County Jail is a homeless shelter, okay? And our tax dollars pay for that. Any time an inmate, he bangs his head on a jail cell or anything like that, two guards got to take him down to Albany men, all right? They're, these guys down there work there. They're always being mandated for overtime all the time. It's been going on for decades. Gil Ethier knows about it. He had a kid that went through it, okay? There's a never-ending solution to the problem. Bail reform, okay, has caused nothing but made the victims even more victims okay? you're right that's what These i guys said are it, it right made the victim more of a victim more so I, I was in, i was in i was working in the assembly during bail reform and and i will say that the argument for bail reform was the following and i actually thought it was a good argument right so let me just tell you what the argument was the argument was that if a kid from the south end of albany gets arrested uh he don't have the resources or the money to post bail. He's going to sit in jail. If a young kid from Gilderland uh, gets arrested for the same crime, uh, not a violent crime, right? We'll just say a right, theft right. of some kind of yeah. shoplifting, what have you. Uh, that young man, uh, because he has the means, will be will be back home. And I said to myself, well, that's actually, that sounds pretty good, right? It makes sense. Because that, is, that isn't fair. 
that that isn't fair because you're saying one is sitting in jail because he doesn't have the means and another one is is sitting home because he has the means. So I said, well, geez, that makes sense. So why don't we just get rid of cash bail? So the argument then became, well, why not just get rid of cash bail altogether and let judges be judges, right? So somehow along the way, a very solid argument, and I, Sean, I think, you know, I think you would agree with that argument that there there is an unfairness when it came to certain populations sitting in jail and other populations not sitting in jail for the same crime. So there was a valid argument there. The problem is how they went about it. Became... There, there may be a valid argument, but, but but when you take an hour argument and you try to find a solution and you got 150 mouths that don't know shit because back in their districts, they're not paying attention to crime. They're trying to figure out how to get reelected. And everybody's got their two cents in. And at the end of the day, it's hasty that makes the decisions. It's all New York City. And it failed because they don't right. let judges make the decision. Well, even the generic, generic, Sean, not even, a generic solution to that problem. No, even judges have to so, make decisions. They, they, they try to do a one-size-fits-all that, that problem and it doesn't work and if you look at the crimes that they put into it randy yeah it is a insane i mean you can well, have that, an arsonist and he's can start a fire and be out 15 minutes after he burned down the building i i, I was going to pull up the list because i i, I brought it for this yeah. podcast but the, the list is so long and after i read it i shook my head assaults um yeah you know yeah. forcible touching uh touching a woman uh, starting arson, fires, uh, you you name it. Some of the yeah. worst crimes, violent crimes. I don't give a shit if they don't think they're violent. Let me punch you upside your noggin and see if you think that's violent. And not um, only bail reform, but raise the age. Don't forget, raise, raise the uh, age. Raise the age. But, so but I, said, I think seven... of, look at, I think of all people, David Soares, of all people, District Attorney of Albany County, very progressive, Sean, as you know. He said it best. He said, look at, people may have been well-intentioned when it came to these quote unquote criminal justice reforms. But at the end of the day, I got young men in Albany County out there shooting up, hijacking cars or carjacking, you know, the whole thing. And because of the, these reforms, I can't, I can't hold them. I have to remand them to family court. They're out on the street the very next day with the same guns in the same neighborhoods, the same neighborhoods that are crying out for help because they're being terrorized. He's like, I, I, we got to do something here. This is crazy. So even people like David, who is, are very progressive, uh, Democrats are saying this is out of control. Something's got to be done. But guess what, Sean? At the end of the day, Carl Heasty does not, and Andrea Stewart-Cousins, the majority leader of the Senate, they do not want to change these they don't want to do it and they're not because, going to do it because they're morons and they're also getting tons of money and campaign finance from organizations that make money off of crime listen money some of the richest people in the world got rich off of poverty off of crime always off the government right the government is the one paying all these organizations when i was in the legislature and we were talking about drug um issues right I stood up and said, in the 10 years that I've been here, we spent billions, not millions, but billions of dollars trying to treat people with drug addiction that didn't want to be treated. So why are we continuing to spend that money? Why don't we draw a line in the sand and say, I'm sorry, some of you people have made the decision. You don't want help. No matter what we do, we can't help you. But there's a whole host of kids standing right behind you that if we start spending money on prevention 
and, 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 and keeping them off the streets and giving them opportunities and teaching them jobs and skills. And, 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 you know, I know you can't be a substitute for families, but there's so many people without families. So they're out there running the streets, but let's do something with prevention. And you know who attacked me? The people who were making all the money on the other end, the people who were saying, no, we got to treat you 54 times before you decide that you don't want to do drugs no more. I'm well, sorry. Sean, like you said, there's big. Well, there's big money in it. There's, there's, there's big, big money. money in the in the in the drug treatment complex. They came indu- to me. We'll call it the the industrial complex of drug treatment. There I was millions of dollars, and I and was, the pharmaceutical industry. As you know, I was the head of the county legislature. They would call me and say, "Oh my God, you can't do that. Oh my God, you can't do that." At the same time that they were trying to give more money for treatment for people that continued to fail. They were trying to cut money off of the providers who helped your baby learn how to speak when they're having speech therapy problems. It, it's, it's just backwards. The whole, the whole government's backwards. This whole liberal bullshit. I'm a Democrat, always been a Democrat in Cohoes, New York. Timmy, we laughed about this, right? When you're born in Cohoes, they stamp your ass, USDA Democrat, just like they do with a piece of beef. And that's yeah. what you are your whole life. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the reality. But, you have to but, be but they've lost their mind. You want it if you want to get something done, you got to be a Democrat. If you want something even done even faster, you got to be on the Democratic committee. We are we are watching. We we you know we're watching the woke environment trying to change our history, knock down our statues. They want to throw you off the you uh, right here in Cohoes before this whole woke thing started. I had Randy and this Steve Napier, right? Steve Napier is an openly gay guy, and we had uh, Nick uh, DePala come to our music hall, one of the funniest guys <laughs> in the world, right? Funny bastard who picks on everybody because every once in a while, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. And it's not like they're looking at you going, you're this, you're that. It's it's just, it's in general, and it's a way to try to make people laugh. <laughs> and he said line. queer. He said the word queer. Yeah. Now, I don't know where he said it, but he said the word queer. He then said he apologized for it. But they wanted to block him from playing in the freaking music hall because he said queer. I said, well, he called me fat. Well, he didn't call me fat. He looked out and was making fat jokes. I felt like yeah. I was fat. So I said, he must be picking on me. So I had two more beers. I laughed my ass off. I went home and I said, ah, maybe I'm fat. Who cares? It was fun. It was lighthearted. It was a way to laugh. Too many people are weak, wimpy, you, and take well, everything to, to heart. Right. You were marginalized. That's the yeah, key I word. was marginalized. That's I went home and had a hamburger. Okay. We went out that night after the show. I had three burgers from uh, Burger King. I sucked down six beers. I wasn't worried about what he called me. We were right. out having fun. The whole yes. world is changing like that, Randy, right? Yeah. The whole world is getting screwed up. We now have to worry about schools teaching our kids about critical race theory because in New York State, they're pushing that. We got to worry about whether a boy can say he's a girl and use the bathroom that your little daughter's in. We have to say <clears throat> there's sports and because you perceive yourself as a woman, because you can't win in the, the men's sports, you're going to go and, uh, you know, out, out, outpace every girl who's out there trying to, you know, who worked their whole lives to, to, to be at the top of their game to win uh, in sports, go to college, get a free ride, get a, a education. Um, and now we have men dressing as women taking away their ability to do that. The world is screwed up. I'm not anti gay i'm not anti anything if you recall i was the one who passed the first transgender protection for yeah i was there and albany county they tried to pass it for 30 years i got it passed i i I understood that 
discriminating against people for whatever reason is wrong. But at the same time, I used to say to them, look at you want to say that you're a woman and perceive yourself to be a woman. I don't really give a shit. Just let me know if I have too many beers and we go on a date because I want to make sure I know Sean, that you're you, not. You said, some, go, you said something. You said something a little earlier. I just I, 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 I don't know if it was correct. You mentioned the word liberal. I don't think liberalism is a bad thing. When I think uh, of democratic, you, when I think of democratic li liberalism, I think of Franklin Roosevelt. I think of Harry Truman. No, think I of think, Jack Kennedy. I think you of. Think, uh, I think of, you know, of John McDonald and I think of Libby Post and I well, think of the, all these morons that are so far to the left that, that they're destroying right, but our the, party. But, 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 but true democratic liberalism, I think, was embodied in those people. When you talk about Medicare, you talk about Medicaid, you talk about Social Security, you talk about all these things that came out of democratic liberalism. Now, Timmy may not. I think Timmy may be a true conservative, not I to am. put words in, in Timmy's mouth. No, he may not I believe am. in any of those. And he I might am. not believe in any of those programs, but, but I think the problem. But I'm older than the both of you too, right? So oh, I was, grew up in a different era. Okay, so yeah, I am conservative. But I look, think I, I'm, like, cons yeah. I'm a conservative Democrat, Randy. Yeah. I always have. I always said, look, it's not my money that I'm spending, so I want to make sure that I'm spending it wisely. And I also don't want to tax people just because I can. But I was no, the Sean. The but city. I, I think. But I think you had a strong core belief in that vulnerable populations, especially seniors, kids, needed the protection of the government. Is, am I, I think correct? the government has a, has a place because when nobody else is doing it, Somebody's got to step up, right? I mean, I like the well, like in, the nursing, well, like the nursing home. You were you were one of the biggest uh, purporters to I say no. The, we need I, a government I, nursing home because right. a private nursing home was not going to be adequate to meet the needs of well, the seniors. Well, they didn't seniors. care because they're well, out they to make care. money. When you're right. out to make money, right. see, it, it really comes down to the mission, right? I mean, I spent my whole eleven years there fighting to get a new nursing home built, and I got a phone call from the nursing home people. Um, you know, the advocates, Renee and all the Nancy and all those strong advocates for the nursing home and said, if it wasn't for you, they never would have built this nursing home. I mean, you know that I spent my whole uh, 11 years fighting because the oldest, the rich, the, the oldest, the poorest, the right. frailest, they weren't going into a nursing home. If you had money, they were shipping you out out of state. People were being separate. God wasn't separating people, but we were separating them from their but, family. But Sean, that's what democratic, away. but that's what democratic true democratic principles used to be now I like agree. you said now now true democratic principles are all this woke uh craziness uh of you know defund you know the defund the police and everybody's a racist and everything Everybody. is you know trans uh you gotta i i, I got friends that are you know little kids are being nice. sent to hospitals and being you know having procedures done it's just it's just ghoulish and and just bizarre our federal it's government bizarre. Our federal government had the Department of, uh, well, the FBI, I believe, or I think it was the FBI. I, I don't want to say that for sure. Um, but they were, they were identifying parents who were going to school oh, board yeah. meetings and fighting with yeah. the school board and saying they were domestic terrorists. I mean, how fucked up can it be? This is America. This is, the, this is America. We are free. We have rights. And they're stealing them every single day. New York State, John McDonald, Neil Brusson, uh, Carl Hasty. I'm, if I'm a good guy, I should be able to have a gun. I'm not out shooting the people that uh, when I have a gun. It's the bad guy shooting the people. How do you take away the bubble gum from the guy that never stuck it under the desk, right? Because you don't want people to stick it under the desk. The bottom line is... If bad people want to do bad things, they're going to do bad things. Guns don't kill people. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Guns just happen to be the the the, uh, the, the weapon of choice, unfortunately. 
Um, we just seen, you know, these four people stabbed to death in, in their college dorm. Are we going to go after knives? We see uh, people running down uh, in the parade and killing people and running 50 people. Are we going to go after their cars? We need to work on mental health issues. It's people are crazy. The pressure in this world is crazy. You're being taught from a young age that you were born white, so you're a racist. I'm not a racist. I was born white. My buddy was born black. I wouldn't have known the difference between him and I when we were playing in the park unless somebody said, he's a black kid, you're a white kid. Who? Uh, nobody really cares. You're not born racist, right? Mm -hmm. We're bred to be what we are. You, you, with, with a strong family value, you go to church, you end up growing up being Catholic because that's what your family taught you. You may get older and say, hey, I see things different now, but there was family structure, I guess what I'm trying to say. Sean, there is, the problem, the, no the, the well, not only is there family structure, but the fa society is chosen to devalue the family. They right? have. They have. They've chosen to devalue it to the point where families just don't even. Not only don't they matter, but they're they're secondary to the individual. Look right? at our it's school about, system has right. forgotten about reading, writing, and arithmetic. And our teachers are wonderful, and I love our teachers, right? But it's the national people. It's the state education, also run by these morons who just took a 20, or excuse me, a $32,000 raise. These morons, you know, put, put together these, these boards by putting their people on them. You just look you know, at the Cambridge School District, right? We have, uh, we have a state that has a failing um, epidemic. Our kids can't read. They can't do math. They're eight and ten percent below where we were just ten years ago. This pandemic was a was a major screw up. But but instead of worrying about how do we fix the problem with education, you know what we do? We throw out the test so nobody can tell that right. they're not educated because right. we have no way to right. determine how smart they are. But yeah. in in the state of New York, the Department of Education is up in Cambridge spending all the resources fighting with them because they want them to take the freaking Indian logo off the back of the baseball right. jersey because that's but, more important than educating our kids. But you know what, Sean? You know what, Sean? Here, here's the thing. I think it's very easy to, you know, uh, you know I, I hate, you know, I'll bring it you know, up to blame John. Poor John McDonald's getting raked over the coals this uh, podcast. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you do. You do. Look, oh, it, it's, no, very easy, it, it's very easy to blame politicians but you know what the great george carlin said about politicians he says let me tell you something about politicians politicians come from american homes american schools and american families they don't come from mars he says they are a reflection on us and he said you know what maybe we're the problem the people maybe the people maybe it's not the politicians suck maybe the people suck and you know what sean maybe at the end of the day the problem is all of us as a people that maybe the that these people are reflective of us, right? Well, I don't buy that. I think George Carlin maybe. Well, where do they come from? Picture. It doesn't matter where they come from. It's what they end well, up they being. Well, they come from all of us. They come Listen, from us. I, we we all come from somewhere, right? Right. We all come from somewhere. What makes a guy stab a kids uh, 40 times uh, in their bed and somebody else becomes a priest? It has nothing to do with, you know, you have morals, you have values, you have corruption, and you get involved in these organizations like politics, and you, you get in it maybe for the right reasons. For the right reasons, I want to make a difference, and then you get so sucked up into being a pile pig and all the money and all the benefits, and you don't have to have a real job, and your life is great, and you don't want to lose that, right? So you so you end up being sucked into that, and you become that. 
you don't become what you were. You become what you've made yourself in that political arena. We're a pluralist society. There's all kinds of different organizations of people trying to achieve different things that mean a lot to them, right? I don't think it's the people. Here's the sad part. I think it's the opposite. I think the people don't pay attention. I think that people are too busy trying to live their lives. And we, be, we, we have become dependent on this political arena that should really just be doing a certain amount of things. And we've allowed them to do all the things. A school should be teaching kids and nothing else. But now they're social workers. Now they're determining whether your kid can whisper in your ear that they want a sex change at, at nine years old. Now they're telling the kids without parents' approval that you're white. You no good son of a gun. You were born white, so therefore you're immediately a racist. That's the bullshit that we deal with. That's the political bullshit. This country is not a racist country like uh, they want to make it out to be. There's racist people. There's there's haters of gays. There's haters of Jewish people. There's haters of fat people. There's hate pe- people that hate you. There's a host of people that hate people for a lot of reasons. Groups of people, religious uh, uh, values, right? That's never going to change because there's always people that harbor some kind of ill will towards somebody else. I don't know why. I'm not a psychiatrist, right? But I know that this, we had a black president that never would have happened without white people. In Albany County, we have black judges, black elected officials, and that could never happen without white people. If you hated a black person, you wouldn't be voting for them. I I grew up uh, with with one thing that I had in my heart was love everybody. I didn't know racism. I went to school. Petey DeYoung was the guy uh, who lived in our city. He was the first black kid in our city. Um, He hung out with me and my, my brothers. He slept at my house all the time. I was never racist. So don't tell me because I was born white, I was racist. And don't tell me that I owned a slave and somehow my tax dollars have to pay these reparations because people are crying out there that their grandparents that had grandparents that had grandparents 150 years ago had a slave and they deserve $250,000. That's fucked up. That's the problem with this country. Those people in politics are the ones pushing those agenda. Why, Randy? Because they need to have more pools of people that will vote for them to keep them in power. Think about it. I have a thousand people that will vote for me all the time in the city calls. Let's just say I have a thousand people. For whatever reason, they love me. They'll vote for me. That's my that's my pool of people. Hmm, how do I get? I got to shake my head here. How do I get that seventy five other people that I need? I don't know. All their parents like roses. So I'm going to get free roses out every day at the expense of Randy, who's paying for them. So I could suck those people in and go, oh, Sean bought us all roses. We love roses. Now we're on his side. That's what they're doing when they're catering to reparations, when they're catering to transgenders, when they're catering to, to these organizations that make money off crime. This doesn't happen because that's that's what these people were born to do. This happens because they want to stay in power. And the only way to stay in power is to take care of those people that weren't in your corner and bring them in, get all the money that you can organize a new redistricting line. So you can never be voted out. We'll talk about that on Timmy's podcast, but I, I, I disagree with that George Carlin theory, Randy, because I know too many people in politics that started out with the greatest intentions and they turned into nothing more than, you know, political prostitutes that want $32,000 raises. These people shouldn't make more than 
the average worker. These should be part-time people that go to session, deliver our message, fight for us. That's not what happens. They do everything that they want to do, and they don't care what we think because at the end of the fucking day, people don't go out there and vote and and make their their voices heard. And John McDonald and Neil Breslin and all of the other, uh, what is there, 150 assembly people? Take the Republicans out because they had the the easy uh, vote no. Uh, but take them out. Every single Democrat will knock on your door and look you in the eyes and try to justify how wonderful they have done in their career for you when all they've done is sucked you dry, taken away your rights, put your kids in dangerous positions, screwed up our schools, and the list goes on and on and on. And and, and I, that's how I feel, and I think a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, that's well, why I'm moving to Florida. Right. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. <laughs> Well, look at uh, also keep in mind right here in Cahos, we're getting a, a whopping, at least I know I am getting a whopping $18.18 tax reduction this year. Meanwhile, I, while I get this little pittance of uh, 18 bucks for the year, I sit back and watch these state assemblymen take in what, 32000 yeah, think about it, right? right. Think about really these. Really pisses me off. Think about these money whores, because that's what they are. Think about yeah. the John McDonald's, who's a millionaire. Think about Neil Breslin, who's a millionaire. Yep. Think about that senator. What's her name? Kroger. 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 Yeah. Kroger. Kroger. Think about Miss Kroger up there telling you yeah. how she's justifying that she may not be able to give herself a raise for another three or four years. So we're going to take thirty years of raises and mix them all into one batch. It, just political bullshit <laughs> makes you sick, right? But can you imagine if they took, it's got to be four or five million dollars. I don't know the number oh, yeah, on the top yeah, of my head, yeah, but 150 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> times 32,000. Can you imagine if they came to the small cities and the big cities alike and said, you guys have such high property tax that we're taxing you out of your home. So we're going to give you property tax relief. Real prop, not this 2% bullshit, real property tax relief. And we're going to do it, and it's going to cost about $32,000 per member here to do it for you. But instead, we stuck it in our stocking and put it in our pocket. That's our property tax relief for the next 10 years. You could just figure out. I pay almost $7,000 to live in a shithole city that, that, to tell you the truth, I want to move to Florida with you. Not with you, because I'd probably kill you while we're down there. But you know what I'm saying. I want to get out of here. Me and Randy, we'd be fist fighting on the beach. I think I can still take them. I think yeah, I got one going left, and I, I don't want to use it unless it's a top Randy three contenders. Down there, they got some golf courses. They've got some alligators nearby. Just go play golf with Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, at, we have alligators, too. They're called assemblymen and senators, right? Yeah. And I, I just, I, I just want to try to wrap this up a little because, right. and Randy, you know, when you're passionate about things, yeah, real you really got to go out yeah. there, and, and you gotta you got to speak about them. You got to talk about them. You can't be afraid that, oh, I'm going to run into John McDonald and Neil Breslin and Stewart's and they're going to be mad because I criticized them because I am criticizing them. I will give them their their shake when they deserve the fair shake. I will. If they do something good, I'll say, you know, that was pretty good. I don't say that when they come to the city and go, we're giving you a grant for $1.3 million. No shit, it's my money. Thank you for giving our money back. Our, our music hall wouldn't have the windows falling out if you didn't take so much money in taxes from us. We would have been able to devote some of that to the to the beautiful structures we have. But instead, they come in on their horse. Yeah. Brum, brum, brum. Yeah. Hey, I'm giving you $2 million. 
Oh, by the way, uh, I'm also, uh, you know, going to let somebody hit your kid over the head with a hammer and throw him in the subway. Don't worry about that. It only happens a few times a year. Isn't that what the mayor of New York said? That doesn't happen that much. <laughs> like one time is not enough. Ten times is not enough. They're, they're out of touch. They don't live in the same world we live in. They started in this world, but they live in their own fiefdom now. They get free parking down in Albany where most people can't park. They, got they get their little license plate that says, well, I started out, I was 140th. Now I'm 59th. Look at me. I'm important. Um, the benefits, uh, the health care, the retirement. I'll use John McDonald. If he retires, if he, once he hits 25 years, that's probably 20. But let's just say he does 25 years in the government between the mayor and this. He's got to get a pension about $80,000. Most people will never make 80000 Yes, I have a suspicion John McDonald will not be coming on this uh, podcast anytime well, soon. Well, I'm going to invite him. I, I certainly will invite him. I, I mean, look at he's <laughs> criticized me. I criticize him. But I also have done good things. Look at he's recognized me for the good things I've done. I recognize right. the good things that he's done. That doesn't mean that if you kiss me today uh, and then punch me tomorrow, I'm not going to swing back, yeah. right? I'm swinging back because I'm sitting home trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for the next thing that I want to do because I have to budget my money. And these guys just took a raise bigger than some of the firefighters' pensions that I know that risked their lives or the military that risked their lives or the police that risked their lives. And even worse now because they put police in a horrible position with their policies, but they're taking bigger pensions home than some of them. It's a disgrace. And I'm going to say it um, loud, and I'm going to say it proud. Just out of principle, every single one of these bastards should be voted out of office. Let them take their 32000 this year. Let them take it, is it next year when re-election is up, and send them packing with their $32,000 because they don't deserve to represent you because they're out of touch with you, brother. They have no clue what yeah, you're going yeah, through. They're millionaires to start with. They shouldn't even take a salary when you have $10 million, right? You shouldn't yeah. take a salary when you have $5 million from tax people. But Neil Brusen has got at least $5 million. His wife's probably got double that. John McDonald's a millionaire. I'm sure many of the assembly people are millionaires. Congressmen and senators, I don't know. They all go into a business that is a public salary and leave with $25 million in the bank. I don't know how they do that. God forbid you put a $500 check accidentally into your um, political account because they'll lock you up. But these people are thieves right in front of the eyes of the public and nobody says a word, you know, and I think everybody has got to be, I got to be pissed about it. And if this doesn't piss you off, I'm packing it in because nothing will piss you off. If stealing your money doesn't just, piss you off to there's no where your head wants to explode and you you don't care if it doesn't do that to you there's no sense of having truth lies and political bullshit because it's meaningless these these thieves get away with it and there's nothing that's going to be done but uh listen i had a great time having some conversation with you guys uh timmy i'm gonna uh, look forward to coming on your podcast timmy's got a podcast let me just uh, timmy why don't you just tell us what your podcast is Basically, it's the uh, Fifth Ward page, and what I want to do is a bit differently. I want to reach out to people in Cohoes itself. Um, <clears throat> that's where my main focus is, and um, 
I want to have the general public, okay, uh, the average guy in the street, come on and uh, on a, my podcast and say what they think. Yeah, I think okay. it's great. Local podcasts are great. You know, I, you know, I think the great thing about Truth, Lies, and Political Bullshit is that we've made a commitment that there's nothing that we won't talk about. And it doesn't yeah. matter if it's, uh, you know, we've had comedians on and we'll have more comedians on. We had people who uh, died and went to hell and told yeah. us about their story. We had some of the, you know, we had... Um, uh, people that were radio shock jocks that came on and talked about their career. We had politicians that came on and talked about. Yes. So there's nothing off limits. Um, right. But and I think it's great. Right. Yeah. I this, think it's great when you have small little intimate. Yeah. And I'd love to uh, be on there to talk about the redistricting like mm. you asked me. Uh, Randy, listen, I think you have a lot of courage to stand up and uh, talk about what the reality is uh, in the state government. Well, I'm, well, I'm in an undisclosed uh, bunker here. and uh, yeah, So it wasn't Kevin McCashin when he came but, on my show. But Everybody's real, hiding in the bunker. But you got a real no. squeaky chair. Randy. Well, I got that chair well, that's right. squeaking throughout the whole. Well, podcast. Timmy, you can buy me a new. You, if you're going to buy me a new chair, I'll well, go on your buy podcast. You well, John McDonald will give you fifteen thousand of his thirty. I'm going to go. I'm going to go ask John for some money. <laughs> I'm waiting for a Harold Felt to come on and say your chair squeaks. Listen, it's not just. Let me let me not just pick on the the assemblymen and and, and, yes. and the senators. What they did is egregious. It makes me sick. What what also makes me sick is when somebody who has a lot of money tries to destroy yeah. those who are trying to have a basic uh, set of standards like firefighters. Yeah. The current yeah. mayor of the city of Cajos, right? Yeah. $100,000 pension, $100,000 pension, yeah. Yeah. $80,000 salary, making 180000 And he's trying to take away the benefits, increase the health care, and, and diminish the value of the dollar for the firefighters in the city. Yeah. So they're all hypocrites. They all take from themselves and yeah. never balk. And then they get in the position where they have power and they try to hurt other people. They're not taking it because the city can't afford it. The city's in pretty good shape. I left it with four, three, uh, almost four years of zeros. We left it with the biggest uh, rainy day fund it's ever had, Randy, correct? So the city correct. was in really strong uh, position. And then this guy who's running the city gets millions of dollars in free money from the federal government for COVID. That they can do. I mean, I wish somebody dropped uh, two million dollars when I was the mayor. Holy shit, we could have done a lot of great things. But the moral of the story is why these crooks on this side, the assembly and the senators, are stealing the money, yeah. taking raises. The other rich guy who has a humongous house, hundred thousand dollar pension, and an eighty thousand dollar salary, great health care, great benefits, free for the rest of his life, is going after the firefighters and the little guys in the city uh, to give up all their benefits, not because they need to, but because they can. Randy, you said it earlier in the show. They did it because they can. That's what they're doing right now on all facets. They're doing it because they can, and nobody can stop them. I hope truth, lies, and political bullshit uh, fires you up a little, puts a little uh, fire under your ass. And I hope next year you remember the names of these people, and we'll have a podcast before Election Day so that you can say, I may like them, may be a nice guy but I'm voting them out of office because I'm dying for a uh, few bucks and they just took 32,000 of my taxpayer money. In the end, somehow, maybe not today, you will pay for it. You will pay more for it. It doesn't have yeah. to be today, but there'll be a day that when you're paying more, it's to fund these guys, $32,000 raises. And um, uh, don't believe a word they tell you when they say, oh, the trade-off was, we have to give up our outside income. Bullshit. 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 
these guys like Phil can Steck. Can you swear on this show? I yeah, you aware. certainly can. Phil Steck, <laughs> 400000 or something he makes. John McDonald, I don't know what he's yeah. making as a pharmacist. Neil Bruce, I don't know what they all make. But many of them are making, you know, two, three, four hundred thousand. They're not giving it up. And if they come to you and tell you that they're giving it up, they're bullshitting. They're lying yeah. to you. They're yeah, just going to come up with some kind of scheme, some kind of way to change in the wording and say it's not income. Or they're yeah. going to have a corporation where they only take what they can and then they pay their, their wives or their husbands the additional money for running the corporate. There'll be a way that their family structure it, yeah. and their salary yeah. isn't going down. So when they knock on the door and go, man, I had to give up my outside salary. I, I call the bullshit. Randy got uh, hit over the head by John McDonald again, who snuck into his yeah. house. And and don't let them fool you, Timmy, because they're not not taking their outside income. Yeah. Well, look at that. I, I want to thank you for um, having me on, and um, and uh, it was a good discussion. And Randy's back. I think I don't know what Randy's doing. He's got he's in the bunkers. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a secure bunker. Secure okay. this is a it doesn't, it secure. doesn't have great power. It's probably under this is a very, <laughs> this Listen, very this secure great, look. This was a great uh, podcast. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. myself. We talked about some mm -hmm. real important things. We exposed New York State for what they really are. Yeah. Randy Kanifka, again, one of my arch enemies. Sean, uh, who, I'll who see you in on. Florida. I'll see you on the beach. Yeah, and all this stuff won't well, matter. I'll buy you. I'll buy you a pina colada. And, uh, I don't drink pina coladas, but I'll have a glass all right. of bourbon, all right? All right. All right. I'll have a glass of bourbon, but I appreciate you coming on, Randy, and I appreciate Thanks, you sharing Sean. your insight. Timmy, All right, Sean, I look forward Timmy. to coming on uh, your podcast, and we'll talk yep. about some local stuff. And uh, until the next time, this is uh, Truth, Lies, and Political Bullshit. Be safe, and uh, see you soon. Thank you.